1: Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast for May 29th. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. I want to thank you so much for making me a part of your day. Hope you had a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. If you are here in America, if you are in other parts of the world, meaning if you're in Australia or Europe or Canada, You didn't have yesterday off. Sorry, we took the day off, but we are back and ready to get at it. Coming up in segment number one, we will talk about more Paul George rumors. Yes, heard even more of them. And it came from a very trusted source, a guy who was very right about Kevin Durant. So we'll jump into that in the early part of the show today. Also, to ease your anxiety, because the good news and bad news with Paul George is, is there's a little over a month now before free agency starts happening and and teams start having to make moves. So I will do my best to calm your anxiety about Paul George. Playing you again, something that he said during the exit interview. I don't know if it'll work, but I'm at least going to try. In segment two, we'll talk about Kevin Durant's legacy in the NBA and who is he most easily compared to? And is there anyone really in the association that Kevin Durant draws a comparison to as far as his career art goes? And then we'll wrap things up talking about LeBron James, and I'll tell you why there are very few, if any, cut-and-dry arguments in the world of sports. My name is Eric G. I did radio here in Oklahoma City for a while. I hosted a lot of Thunder Post games, did the occasional pregame I'm a credentialed member of the media, I work for another publication called Thunder Digest, and Chuck Chaney, Chuck Cheney, you are the man, sorry about mispronouncing your name, but dude, you've been very good to me, especially over the past few months. If you like what you hear, I ask you that you go to LockedOnThunder.com, check out all the video and audio that we have, plus every single one of our podcasts are archived, not only from me, but from past hosts as well, Carson Cunningham and Fred Katz. So let's get into it today. And there was another Ario Speedwagon Paul George rumor. If that reference is a little too old for you. And in a lot of respects, I hope that it is. And if you are someone between the ages of 18 and 44 and you lean on the younger end, I really hope you have not been abused by Ario Speedwagon's music. But in the event that you haven't, there is one good line that Ario wrote in its career. And it was, heard it from a friend, who heard it from a friend, who heard it from another. And then the song goes on from there. That's the latest Paul George rumor I have. Now, the guy that's telling this to me was right on Kevin Durant. He nailed Kevin Durant from the beginning, saying that Russell Westbrook was a problem, Kevin Durant was going to move on, and there wasn't really anything Oklahoma City could do to keep Kevin Durant playing for the Thunder. And, and this guy and I would go back and forth all the time. We would argue and I would have, I would put up my evidence saying, well, Kevin's saying this, Russ is saying this. You don't get the sense that there's any stuff. He said, yes, but watch because stuff's going on behind the scenes. And as it turns out, nailed ahead, Kevin Durant bolts and goes to Oakland. Well, this guy is telling me that Paul George is going to stay in Oklahoma City. Now, all this is strictly, and I will tell you this right now. Straight up, it is strictly barbershop talk. And and I mean that in the most purest sense of the word. So from that, I think it's very easy for us as sports fans to believe just whatever we want to believe about our particular team, especially when it comes to a situation like this. If you want to believe that Paul George is going to stay, then you're going to glom on to what my friend just told you or my source just told you, Uh, You're going to hang on to what Dean Blevins says about Paul George coming back. If you want to believe that Paul George is going to leave, then you're going to look at C.J. McCollum and Paul George's agent and the things that were said last year. And you're going to look at Kevin Durant, and you're going to believe that Paul George is going to go. And nothing I can say or anybody else can say between now and the time that Paul George makes his decision is going to make you feel one way or another. It might make you feel... The opposite for a few minutes, but ultimately, you're going to go back to what you originally thought. And with this comes a lot of anxiety, as we always talk about as Thunder fans, because now we've got just a little over a month before Paul George has to make that decision. But I feel it's in not only my best interest, but Oklahoma City's best interest that I do everything I can to sort of relax you between now and then, and, and try and make you feel not only better about Paul George, but the Oklahoma City Thunder, even though that's not necessarily my job, I don't like it when fans are anxious, because when fans are anxious, I get anxious, and then everyone just lives in a constant state of nervousness, and then we can't relax and enjoy the upcoming NBA Finals. Of course, Golden State's in the NBA Finals, so I'm not sure how much any of us Oklahoma City Thunder fans are going to enjoy him anyway. But here's something Paul George said, and I will play this from time to time over the next few months, and I know I played it in my last podcast, and it's a lot easier to get away with this in radio than it is podcasts, especially if you're subscribing because you don't want to hear the same stuff over and over again. But remember, this is what Paul George said in his exit interview about Oklahoma City and whether or not he's considering staying here.
2: Oh, when the Thunder traded for you last summer. It was kind of an open-ended thing. Didn't know if they were going to have me for a year. What it might turn out to be. But to hear you kind of talk about the organization last night, you said you want to be a Thunder player. Did are you kind of did you expect to kind of have the Thunder in the conversation when that deal went down? Did you expect to be thinking so you're thinking like I might actually stay there? Um. Yeah. You know, it, I, it was. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, I've, I've, I've I haven't, I haven't been in a position to be a free agent or, or know what that is like, um, and then to have the, the the chance to go where you want to go, um, that's always been uh, like I, I feel with players, you know, they they want that option, um, but then you you get into an organization where. They kind of check the boxes on, on all the things that you you want out of an organization, um, and then immediately they become a candidate to where you want to play long term. So, um, you know that that's that was the case. That's been the case here. Um, they, they they honestly checked the boxes where I needed those boxes to be checked uh, from from what a player wants and, and needs out of a front office, um, out of medical group. Uh, out of teammates, out of coaching staff. I mean, um, honestly, they—they—they they, they, can't say it say it any more than that. They check the boxes on what needed to be checked.
0: So, if you firmly believe that Paul George is leaving, I hope that makes you feel better. If you firmly believe that he's staying, I hope that gives you affirmation for for what you believe and, and that you're still. On that Paul George bandwagon, I just think for for this this off overall for Oklahoma City is so darn intriguing. Past Paul George, and we've talked ad nauseum about Carmelo Anthony, and we've talked ad nauseum about Jeremy Grant, and and I don't know that I can exhaust any more of those avenues than, than, than what I what I already have for you, other than to just tell you this. Um the thunder are going to be good next year one way or another and at worst they're probably going to be a team that finishes 6th in the in the western conference that may not excite you and that probably doesn't excite you because you you are looking at the nba finals now with kevin durant making back-to-back appearances and and, and durant even being clutch last night that you're you're ready for something a little bit more you're ready for a team to challenge Golden State and I think we have to just know here's something we can sort of take solace in if everybody comes back and that's always a big if then yeah the Thunder should challenge Golden State for an opportunity to win the Western Conference Finals I or an opportunity to play in the Western Conference Finals probably win them and then go to the NBA Finals I think I said that right the first time I don't know I'm getting very confused here at this point but I also look at the Houston Rockets and the rockets became a more intriguing team last night because they have some tough decisions to make as well. What do they do about Chris Paul? Is Chris Paul worth bringing back for another year, especially since he hurt that hamstring and was unable to go in 6 and 7 and I'm going to be one of those guys that's, that that'll argue with Golden State Warrior fans till I'm blue in the face because mainly it's fun that yeah, had Chris Paul been able to go in game 7 that The Rockets would have won, but because he couldn't go, too much of the burden was put on James Harden, and eventually James Harden just wore out, and the Rockets relied too much on the three, so it opened the door for Golden State, because quite frankly, I just don't want to give the Warriors credit. Look, they deserve all the credit in the world, and there is some big-time resiliency on that team that you just do not see with anyone else in the NBA other than LeBron James. Not even the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, the worker bees on the Cavs don't have the type of resiliency that that the Warriors have as a whole as a team. And unfortunately, all that resiliency came in a matter of two series. One at the expense of Oklahoma City and the other one at the expense of themselves when they overcame a 3-1 deficit and then they blew a 3-1 to lead. And those are just invaluable lessons that that you learn with experience. And the Warriors have it in spades. And man, they are going to be so tough to deal with for the Cleveland Cavaliers. But uh, back to the Oklahoma City Thunder, we're just ready to get there again. And I don't think another year of being in sixth or even a year of being third and having a chance but not fulfilling it is really going to make Oklahoma City Thunder fans happy. So Sam Presti... Good luck to you. Good luck to you in, in trying to satisfy this fan base, because I'm just not sure you can until you win a championship. And it was brought to my attention again, there are just some arguments for Oklahoma City Thunder fans, or some topics, whatever you want to call them, that aren't going away anytime soon, like James Harden. Every time that E60 runs, I always get a conversation going on Twitter, and this time it was from a Golden State Warrior fan, Pauly e. Jay, who wanted to point out all Presti's follies and and how he should have kept Harden. And and no matter what evidence I have to the contrary, that says that James Harden probably should have left Oklahoma City, he's always going to feel that that was Sam Presti's biggest mistake. And there are a lot of people there. There are a lot of people who are going to say, hey, had Patrick Beverly not played dirty, maybe the Oklahoma City Thunder win a championship. Hey, had Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook both come up big a couple of years ago, Durant doesn't move on just all these wounds will never fully get healed because even if the Thunder do win a championship they're going to be those that think that they should have been a dynasty so welcome to sports welcome to professional sports and 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 welcome to grinding your teeth until the day until the day you die and honestly as 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 drastic and as bad as that may sound that's what makes good sports fans is having that deep burden, love, passion for your team that you just never let it go. And when you take it to your grave, that's how you know that it meant something to you that the common person couldn't understand. Up next, we'll talk about Kevin Durant here on the Locked on Thunder podcast and whose career arc can we really compare Kevin Durant's to? Is there anyone in the NBA? No, but there are a few in Major League Baseball, and I'll tell you who they are next on the Locked on Thunder podcast.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thanks for joining us here on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. Real quick, I want to promote uh, one of my friends, Wendell Wallace. He's starting up a podcast. No, it's not part of the Locked On Podcast Network. But Wendell's really good at the NBA and and he's extremely passionate, not only the NBA about sports, but if you follow me on G-E-E-H-S-O, I will tweet out Wendell's podcast from time to time and I encourage you to check it out because I think you'll be vastly entertained and you'll like what this guy's putting down and you'll have a new guy to follow, a, a new pod to listen to every day to get you to and from work or to get you through that work day or just get away from your family for a little bit. Wendell Wallace, I don't know what he's calling it, but I'm very excited. So Wendell, I'm very excited for you, and I'm looking forward to that podcast. Real quick, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant does not have a career that we can put in a box. And by box, I always talk about the box, and that is for people that think inside the box. I tend to... I try to think outside the box, but sometimes I go back into the box. And I I do it very begrudgingly, and I regret when I always do it. But Kevin Durant is a guy that doesn't have a typical career NBA arc. It's a very new school NBA arc. You really can't compare it to LeBron James because LeBron started off in Cleveland, went to Miami, and then he went back to Cleveland to win a championship. And it remains to be seen if Kevin Durant would even consider coming back to Oklahoma City but i can't, i can't think that he would i think Durant is a guy that that just moves on i don't see Durant as a guy who feels like he has unfinished business here in Oklahoma City and that he needs to come back and make everything right in Durant's mind if i just go by everything that he says he feels like he gave all he had to Oklahoma City that's done and he's ready to go forward with Golden State and whatever other organizations he may be a part of between now and the end of his career. So there really isn't another guy in the NBA, and I was just racking my brain this morning trying to figure out who is the guy in the NBA that Kevin Durant compares to. And I can't compare him to anybody like that, but I can compare him to some modern-day baseball players, a like David Ortiz. Uh, Johnny Damon, and 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 Alex Rodriguez to an extent, although when Alex Rodriguez left Seattle to go to Texas, it really was about the money and getting the biggest contract in sports history. And good on Scott Boris for doing that for Alex Rodriguez. You really, as an Ameritor fan, it's always going to sting because you wish guys wouldn't leave for money. As someone who's practical, yeah, somebody's gonna throw me the biggest contract in sports history, even though I may not be worthy of it. I'm gonna sign it and, and get all I can. Because in the end, it's better to live comfortably. Well, not that you wouldn't have lived comfortably, but it's there's something nice about having that and knowing that future generations of your family aren't gonna be able to are gonna have to worry. But back to Kevin Durant. When we talk about the Johnny Damon and the David Ortiz and the Manny Ramirez, these are all guys that went to the Boston Red Sox and won world championships. And they all came from smaller markets. Smaller markets who weren't going to compete. And ultimately, people were happy for them. Johnny Damon got traded from the Kansas City Royals to the Oakland A's, and then he left the A's to go to the Boston Red Sox. David Ortiz, I think, was put on waivers by the Twins and the Red Sox picked him up or he was let go or it it wasn't, it wasn't your typical free agent deal, but people were happy for them because ultimately what they saw was you aren't going to get it done in in the place that you're at. The Kansas City at the time that Johnny Damon and Carlos Beltran were there just wasn't going to be a contender. So people were happy for them. And and I do believe that there are a lot of people outside of Oklahoma City who are happy for Kevin Durant because they saw him as one of the best players in the NBA and feel now, especially looking at Russell Westbrook and the more that that narrative has played out, that Russ wasn't going to allow Kevin Durant to win a championship. So because Kevin Durant is happy in Oakland, they're happy for him. However, And this isn't just Oklahoma City fans, there will still be a number of NBA fans that look at Kevin Durant as a guy that couldn't get it done in Oklahoma City. That it wasn't Russell Westbrook's fault, or Sam Presti's fault for trading James Harden, or not building a team to better enhance Kevin Durant's God-given skills, they're going to be those that say, hey, you weren't clutch. You weren't clutch while you are there. One of the reasons Oklahoma City doesn't have a championship is because of you, as well as Russell Westbrook. So what you did was basically say, I can't do it by myself. I need to go find people who can help me be clutch. And saying that out loud, boy, does that not sound ridiculous? When you say it out loud, does it not sound ridiculous? So when you do that, there will always be that knock against him. He will be one of the hardest to define athletes. And the other thing that hurts Kevin Durant, it really hurts him, is that he seems so not genuine. Um there's something about the way that he talks now as opposed to when he did in Oklahoma City. And even if it is an evolution of a person, people are buying it. People aren't buying that Kevin Durant's real. They, they believe that he's fake. I think we only know Kevin from Kevin Durant what he wants us to know about him. And what we know about him isn't black and white. There's a lot of gray area and it comes with a lot of confusion. So with that, there aren't going to be... I don't think there will be many more athletes like him because I think more... I think athletes are going to learn PR-wise what Kevin Durant did and how not to take those missteps. But, But for the most part, Kevin Durant will be a guy that we long argue and debate about. And I think Golden State fans will love him and appreciate him as long as he produces. And I think Oklahoma City fans, there will be some that have that soft spot. There will be some that absolutely just hate him and see him as a traitor. But the regular NBA fan will always be confused about what to think about Kevin Durant. And with that, we'll talk about the King next and why all sports arguments aren't black and white.
1: Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Locked On Warriors, Locked On Cavaliers, two good podcasts to listen to as the NBA Finals is here. Also, hey, check out Locked On Rockets and Locked On Celtics these next few days as they wrap up the seasons that just finished there. And boy, boy, the Rockets and and the Celtics. Live by the three, die by the threes. There it is. There's your cliche for the day. And there were probably many others on this podcast as well. But there it is. Rockets and the Celtics both shooting themselves out of game sevens. And the NBA has got to be on its knees thanking LeBron James because you have extremely intriguing finals here that maybe the casual fan wouldn't have found as intriguing until LeBron James put the Cavaliers on his back and got them to the finals. And this has to be the most satisfying playoff run LeBron James has ever had in his career because even Michael Jordan hasn't had a run like this. And we're not talking about numbers, but I can't think of a time when LeBron, when Michael Jordan got the Bulls to the finals because everybody else was underperforming. And this is where I tell you that not all sports, or at least very few sports topics, arguments are cut and dry. The LeBron James-Michael Jordan argument will will just rage on forever because they're, as I've said before, they're just Michael Jordan fans who refuse to accept anything other than he is the greatest to have ever played. Even though you can give them evidence that Magic Johnson, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar may all have been better at one time or another, they're going to cite the championships, etc. Where it comes to LeBron James, and where I tend to tend to side with LeBron James in this argument is when Michael won his titles, he had a better supporting cast than LeBron James had his first time in Cleveland, and definitely this year. And LeBron was able to get two subpar rosters to the NBA Finals, and Lord, if he beats this, if he beats this Golden State team, which is Clearly better. Of course, I said that about the Celtics, and look what he did. He almost single-handedly took down the Boston Celtics. And I I don't care that the Celtics didn't have their best two players. They were the better team, and he single-handedly took them down. If he does this to the Warriors, then to me, every Jordan fan needs to take a step back and look at Jordan's career and LeBron's career, and not so much about the championships and the individual awards, but how they accomplished what they did. The other thing I think that, that that plays into LeBron James's favor on this is he's done it since he was 18. Michael at least had some time to mature in college. LeBron didn't. Sort of had to learn on his own playing in the NBA, and he's put a lot more wear and tear on his body. But man, eight straight finals, you can't knock that. I don't know if I will ever be the guy in 10 years from now like Royce Young said he would to say, oh, he's good, but he's no LeBron. Because I'm always looking for the next thing in sports. I always believe that there's going to be somebody better than the person that we've seen before because of the evolution of the human body and, and because somebody always has the desire to be the best. And people like to cite the edge that Michael had over LeBron. Well, I don't think you can go that route anymore. Look at these finals. Tell me that LeBron James doesn't have an edge to him that either supersedes or is at least on par with what Michael Jordan had throughout his career when he was making all those runs in the NBA playoffs. If you're the Golden State Warriors, yeah, you are the better team and you should be supremely confident about what you are bringing into the NBA finals, but you also probably need to be a little scared too because LeBron looks like a man on a mission. I've never... Look, in all the years I've seen LeBron James play, I've never seen him look more determined to get something done than this year. And then tomorrow, we'll start talking about the legacy of LeBron. Does he leave Cleveland if they win? I don't know. I mean, those are are all great discussions. I definitely have opinions on that. Why he should stay, why he should go, and maybe why you should retire if you end up winning the championship with these guys. Because, man, that's a lot of work, and you just might need the time off. But anyway, I thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Eric G. I am out. As always, everybody love everyone. We'll be back tomorrow, or ELE, everybody love everybody. And remember, peace, love, and thunder up.
1: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A Prime members.